Today's podcast is all about building businesses. Tom Liebelt will share some of his best insights and what it is the number one skill for the modern entrepreneur. Let's find out some more information. Hello, I'm Dave Spansio. I'd like to welcome you on the new episode of Leadership Execution Podcast, a podcast for leaders who'd like to make a difference. My goal is to inspire you to take the initiative to change what no longer works and provide you with the necessary strategies, approaches and tools to achieve that. Without delay, let's start with today's topic. First, I want to introduce you to Leadership Execution Podcast and uh, I'm glad to be here and I hope you're glad to be here as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. First of all, I want uh, to ask you who Tom Liberty is. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have no idea. It's just, just me. You know, these are like existential questions, right? Like, what's the yeah. meaning of life? <laughs> I, I try to open up with uh, open questions because this uh, helps a lot uh, to warm up a little bit uh, place. Defining you, it's uh, the best possible way to for me and for my audience to know what you are and what you are doing in your life. I mean, first of all, you're from Poland, which is... Uh, a place uh, that uh, has a, a lot to achieve for and to be proud of. And uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I moved to the U.S. when I was about 10, um, so I spent most of my time in the U.S. And uh, I do go back to Poland like once every two years for a little bit, but I I, I don't feel um, like I belong there anymore. So it's, it's kind of a, a tough situation. I, I like it a lot, but I just, you know, I don't fit in. Uh, when I speak even to my family and, and the people there, it's just we, we don't see things the same. Uh, just I, I think it's just too much of a culture difference now. Um, uh, but if you ask who I am, I don't know, just, just someone that gets things done, you know, and tries to enjoy life. That's pretty much it. You know, um, I don't like to define myself as like business guy or something because that, you know, that's not really who I am. It's just something I do, right? We all need right. to do something. Yeah. This, this is something that I'm going to ask you later on. But... Uh, you going to define yourself as an entrepreneur, as a digital nomad, or something else? Or, uh, or def- as a definitely, uh Definitely not digital nomad. Um, yeah, not a fan of that. Uh, I mean, I guess entrepreneur, I mean, I, I've been doing it, but I don't define myself as one. It's just something I do. I, I build businesses. Um, you know, some people go to work, I build businesses. Okay, this is a very interesting. This is exactly the point uh, that my audience would like to know. Uh, how do you do that? <laughs> okay. How I how I build businesses. Yes. <laughs> um, it's it starts with ideas and then um, execution, right? So usually you, you know you need to come up with something um, that you can fulfill and or uh, your team can fulfill even better. Um, you try to position it in the market and then match an audience with the positioning, right? And that's all it really takes to make money, right? So it's, it's just getting an idea, executing it, uh, positioning it correctly, and then finding an audience that will buy it. Uh, if you can have something that's recurring, even better. If it's productized, even better. If it's something like an online course where you don't have any fulfillment, even better. But if not, you know, services are a good place to start. You you know, trade time for money, eventually you can become either a boutique, which means you will have a couple of very highly paying clients, and that's fine. Um, you can go the agency route, 
um, which is a lot of hassle, but it's fine too. You know, you've got a lot of people you're going to manage and just a lot of nonsense, but it's fine. Or you will figure out something that um, is in common between all your clients from the service and you create, once again, either an online course or productized service or something. You know, we all try to get away from fulfillment, right? So yes. as long as you have to fulfill what you're selling, that's a pain. You know, even if it's highly paid, it's still a pain. So that's what we try to get away from. But it's a great place to start. It's the easiest. Like, if you took everything I have away within a week, I could make five, ten thousand, and that's with services, um, okay. just because of my skills. Um, but is that a long-term thing? I don't know. It depends on you. I tend to burn out, so I, I like to um, do services, figure out what's working, and then you know, stop the fulfillment, have someone else do it, or just come up with something else. Uh, but yeah, there's there's different ways of going around this. Yes. Uh, I just haven't completed because I do a parallel life as well. I'm a consultant, I do blogging, and I do now podcasting, and I try to balance all that, being a father, being, uh, having all of the responsibilities on all that. And uh, my team is uh, more loose than uh, the one uh, you described. Uh, yeah, I think it's possible, but uh, you need uh, time and uh, room for thinking to find the ideas. Yeah, yeah. You gotta make time for thinking. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, yeah, cause, so you see it, right? Like, you're trying to constantly, you know, get clients and, and, you know, you probably think the best way is podcasting and blogging. So you're putting your time into that. Um, then you get some clients and you gotta do the fulfillment. So you're not selling at that point, right? And then the clients start leaving, you get more clients. And it's a never ending loop, right? So, um, it doesn't stop. Like, you're gonna be doing that forever unless you figure something out. Yes, you have right, but uh, for me it's a little bit different because I have uh, a vertical uh, portfolio as well and uh, I can uh, uh, capitalize on that for some time, but uh, the thing is in Greece not very well, so I try to find uh, more income. As uh, many things, I think uh, you can do anything uh, you like as long as you can uh, pay your bills at the end of the month. And uh, that is the main thing because... Uh, when you have a family behind you, you need uh, to make a priority of that. So uh, I'm not quite yeah. sure how how the things work around. Uh, I'm just describing my type of work. Yeah, you know, but still, when you said consultant, if you're a consultant, you got to fulfill, right? You still yes. you, you, you have still train. You have to yeah, you got to deliver. Hard. Yeah, but when you're delivering, you're not selling. Right. So yeah. it's always this, you know, cat and mouse situation. Should I be selling or delivering right now? But if I sell, I got to deliver. So I, do I even want to sell it? You know, it's this, this thing, you know, that just never stops. That's what I mean. Um, yeah. And yeah, making money, I mean, paying bills is fine. But I mean, you know, the, the whole point is to make more than you spend. That's yeah. how you get richer. You know, yeah. <laughs> just just paying bills. Well, that's, you know, that's easy. Surviving is easy. But it's like, it's, you know, there's there's no point because it doesn't stop. It's not not making you wealthier, right? So it's all about just, you know, you got to make as much as possible so you keep putting money away and at some point you become financially independent and then you do whatever you want. Yeah, totally agree with that. And that uh, brings me to the next question. Uh, what uh, was the, the incentives for you to move uh, to a full-time uh, business builder job? Uh, so I've always been uh, into selling and, and trying to do my own thing, but there was a time where I felt like, okay, I'm a pretty good salesperson, but I, I'm not great. I don't understand why it's working. I don't understand like the stuff I'm doing wrong. So I started training at a lot of different corporations where I pretty much got sales jobs, right, in New York. And 
and I was going from one to the next. They trained me. That you know, I hit the streets, hit the phones, whatever, because I did retail, um, outside sales, inside sales, um, and you know, I, I realized, you know, there's a method to it, you know, and I just kept on practicing, you know, mm-hmm. the good thing was I, I got a lot of training, I paid training, right, by big companies, and they went out with me, they helped me figure it out, and at one point, I just felt like, okay, I can sell. The thing is, if you can sell, you're, you'll always be fine, right? Like, that's the main thing. If you can't yeah. sell in your business, you don't have a business. I can sell. So that's all I needed to make that step, right? Like, I was like, okay, well, whatever I need to do, I can sell it. So, you know, it's not, doesn't really worry me. Like, I, I have a really high closing rate. Um, and I don't put in much effort into, you know, the podcast or blogs or anything like that. You know, I'm very strategic, but I have leads coming in and I close them. So, mm-hmm. um, I think as long as you have, you know, a couple of skills, like you know how to influence, persuade people, you know how to present in some way. And that's why doing a podcast is awesome. You know, it helped me mm-hmm. uh, refine how I present things. And selling, as long as you can do those, you're fine. Everything else can be hired out. Okay. So that brings me to another question that I want to ask very much. Uh, what is your daily habits that help you to be a builder, an entrepreneur, and uh, a founder of companies? I mean, uh, how do you find the time to keep up with all of these things without leaving behind the important things in your life? I mean... Uh, you try to be free to get freedom to do the things that matters most to you, but you have to do yeah. all the other things. <laughs> so well, how, yeah. So how? I'm a sprinter, right? So I yeah. I don't work um, as much as you would think, but when I sprint, I work super hard. And it's the same thing at the gym, right? I I I don't go to the gym for hours. I go for a shorter time, but I hit it super hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the thing. You can knock out a lot of tasks if you are in the mood. If you have it as a habit, and um, you know, if you're focused, you can do a lot. You can, I can do more in two hours than a random business person can do in a week. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm I'm just going through things, right? So, a part of being able to do that is you need to rest and you need to think. So you got to make a lot of time for that um, to do that. If you're doing like nonsense, like you know, answering emails and Mm-hmm. Uh, dealing with uh, customer service, putting up blogs and podcasts, you know, that stuff should be hired out. You shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to figure out what's the 80-20 of your business, right? What's the things that makes money? And for me, that's actually selling to a customer. So when someone wants to get on the phone, bam, I sell them. Um, doing a podcast, networking, uh, and with my business, it's a strategy, and then doing the high-level tasks. Anything lower, like, you know, design a sales page, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um the, doing all the technical stuff that needs to be done to hook things up. I'm not doing any of that. Designing, graphics, all that, I'm not touching it, you know, because it's not a good use of my time. I could play with Photoshop. Mm-hmm. I, I used to like it, but it's just a, not a good use of my time. That's a $5 or $10 an hour job, mm-hmm. right? The stuff I do needs to be between $100 and $350 an hour for me to touch it, you know, and if it's not, it's not worth it because I know I can make that. You know, I can just do coaching, if I just want to completely trade my time uh, for money and just get that. Um, so it, it's, it helps me when I define how much I'm worth and then making sure I don't do anything below that wage. Just hire it out. So you basically, you outsource and automate a lot of things around. I do, yeah, I'm good at I'm good at automating, yeah. And essentially what, uh, what you're saying is that you're an organized uh, person outside of yourself. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I do that not only in business, but in life, right? Like I have a person that um, 
cleans my apartment. I have a person that does my laundry. I have a person that helps with the cooking or does all of it. I, I have all that. I don't, I don't do things that I don't feel like are bringing me any value, right? Like these are low level tasks mm-hmm. and they take a lot of time, right? So if you're doing them, that could be time spent thinking, right? Or doing something yeah. else that's making you money. Like I can work for one hour and cover all that for a week. So why would I spend six hours on all this nonsense um, when there's people who are really good at it, professional, and that's what they do? So how's your day? How's your, uh, I mean, uh, you're working from home or you should go to your main office? Uh, it depends which city I'm in. Um, it could be either an office at the house or an outside office if, if it's, you know, depends on my, like in, when I go to Warsaw, um, I will sign up for like a private office or a private desk because mm-hmm. most of the Airbnbs don't have an extra room for an office. And if they do, it's designed really badly with a crappy desk. So it, it depends where I go, right? Yeah. Um, but the way I spend my day, I'll, I'll do some um, high-level thinking stuff in the morning. Then I'll hit the gym. I'll rest for an hour or two. And I knock all the other stuff out for like two or three hours. Um, if I need to do calls in the evening, I'll spend like maybe one or two days a week at the most doing mm-hmm. that. Um, because it depends on time zones too, right? Like, you know, let's say uh, I, I put away Thursday for my calls. Um, they could be at any time from 7 in the morning till like 10. Because, you know, if I'm in Asia, uh, all the people in the U.S. only have a short amount of time, right? Just morning and evening to talk with me. Um, so... I would try to do that once a week now. I used to do it like three, four days a week, but it really messes up my schedule. And then, you know, I can't think well because I'm always on yes. call. So so I just do it like one, maybe one and a half days a week at the most. Um, and the other time, yeah, I just try to stick with my schedule. Um, I, I, you know, try to cover all the high-level tasks. And if something is kind of like, mm, a maybe, I just put it away. Like I figured out if I just don't do the maybes at all, nothing ever changes, you know, <laughs> like all these things, which like, ah, oh, maybe I should do, but I, you know, ah, eh, just forget it. Let's just not do it. Um, or just tell one of my employees, like, can you take care of this? If I feel like, you know, it's got to get done. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just controlling what you're working on too. I don't like to staying busy. I don't like the hustle thing. I think mm-hmm. there's a time and um, there's a time for it. Like when you're starting out, you do need to hustle, you know, because the, the more you do, the more confidence you get, the more experience you get. But at some point, you know enough, you have enough skills, and the hustle can stop. There's no point. That's not yeah. how you leverage business and grow. It's not by hustling. It's like there are way smarter ways of doing it later. Of course, I mean, you have right. And uh, what I want to ask you is, uh, you mentioned a lot of times Asia. Uh, probably you were referring to Chiang Mai in Thailand. Uh, what's about uh, Chiang Mai? So I like spending the conference season here. Um, yeah. Between around September to January, there's like three or four conferences just in Chiang Mai, and there's another conference or two in Bangkok. So a lot of networking can be done by just being in the right place, right? Mm-hmm. It's like if you were um, thinking of the summer, you want to go to Europe. That's yeah. where everything's happening, the Web Summit and all these huge conferences. If you want to do something around the spring, you go to the U.S. That's when traffic and conversions, funnel hackers, like all this stuff is happening. So sometimes by just putting yourself in the right place, um, you just have the people that you want around you, and it makes things easy. Like, you, you know, I don't have to um, fly somewhere because they all come to me. Like, I'm all set up here with a nice apartment, car, everything, 
and the people are all coming for these conferences and they hang around for like a month or two. So I just, you know, I'm able to just network and, and do it really easily, like stress-free. I'm going to eat lunch anyway, so I just make sure I eat lunch with someone different every single day. Okay. Now a couple of questions that uh, are related uh, to the way you do things. I mean, what I'd like to ask you is, uh, what is uh, the one book or the books you would like to recommend to people who would like to help? Um, the books? Yes. What uh, what books have influenced uh, your thought? So, there are a couple different ones, but um, How to Get Rich by uh, Felix Dennis. Yes. That's one of the only books you need um, on how to get rich. You know, it takes you through the journey that you're going to be going through. Um, cash advertising is really good um, if you want to sell on the internet. Mm -hmm. um, I liked Total Recall. I recommended mm -hmm. it to a lot. That was um, the biography of Arnold, and um, just an amazing book. And then there's a fiction um, a collection, um, and, and it uh, I think starts with Shogun, and then there's a couple other ones, Noble House. Yes. Um, it's all in one. Yeah, yeah one. Yeah. So those are you're going to learn more from those fiction books than from almost any business book that's coming out recently. So. Those are the different types I recommend depending on um, what stage someone's in. Um, but you don't need to read that much. And and the stuff that's coming out lately, and I look through these books, they're just rehashing a lot of old stuff. And, you know, some of these books could be summed up in one or two sentences. There's a lot of garbage coming out. You know? yeah. So you can be busy reading um, and you think you're doing something, but you're not. It's not helping you build your business at all. Yes, I totally agree with that. So, if uh, you could give only one piece of advice to a new person that would follow your uh, lead, uh, I mean, to be an online entrepreneur or uh, build an online business, what would it be that um Well, the main thing I see is people don't finish what they start. And this is why um, a lot of the people fail. Or they, they try to do things which don't make sense, right? So, I'll give you one example from Chiang Mai, from a lot of people that I've seen. They try to build influence and a following before they have anything to sell. And maybe on, on paper that sounds like a good idea, you know, if you're in school, um, mm -hmm. but I think it's incredibly dumb. You know, if you don't have anything to sell, what are you doing it for? Mm -hmm. Like, it's better to build something or have something to sell and then figure out how do I build the audience or influence to get them to buy this right now? Because mm -hmm. what's the point of, you know, working for three, four months trying to get views on YouTube there's no point if you have nothing on the back end. And then, mm -hmm. you know, if you do build it, and you're just like, okay, if I have an audience now, I know what to sell them. I don't know. It, it barely ever works out that way. It barely ever does. Like, I've had some influencers on my uh, on my show. Um, they had like two, three million people following on Twitter, writing books about getting uh, following and all this stuff, and they went broke. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, if, if you <laughs> spent all this time, you have three million followers, and you're going broke, like, that's, that's the dumbest thing ever. Why would you even you know, do that? Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big thing. Like, it's better to have a thousand really loyal fans or a hundred mm -hmm. um, than all these millions of people. Like, I told this to my girlfriend too. She's on Instagram, mm -hmm. you know, trying to get followers, and then she'll get like a thousand, get super excited. And I'm like, tell them to buy us a pizza. See so how much they're worth. And she can't even get them to do that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's done. Yeah. It's a complete waste of time. It's better to be an influencer rather than uh, be a person that uh, is followed by thousands or million people. I mean, the problem with the social media is that make it uh, 
give the impression to the young entrepreneurs that they can do everything without uh, really hard work because social media needs a real, really hard work behind that to reach a uh, level of loyalty that uh, can uh, move around things. So the problem is that uh, many people think that everything uh, is uh, like push button. Yeah, yeah. I've actually seen an ad on Facebook um, with like a, a 365-day uh, marketing content plan, right? And it's like mm-hmm. it says if you put out this content, which is like really crappy memes and um, and different sayings and things, like you know, you're going to make money. No, you're not. Well, look, like I can put a strategic post once in like two or three months and be booked for those next two or three months. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you know, putting out just content randomly that doesn't make sense is not going to get you any customers or likes. People like, you know, I always think like when someone's putting out too many quotes and things, I'm like, this person's not successful at all. Mm-hmm. You know, because they have too much time on their hands and they're doing stupid stuff. <laughs> um, but, you know, I've seen this ad trying to sell it and I was like, wow, it is even more nonsense. It is a trend, I think, that social media can uh, solve uh, many problems as uh, many other uh, technological types uh, that uh, try to solve all the problems. I the mean, thing is, if you, if you know how to solve a problem in your market, social media can amplify it, right? Yes. So I'll give you an example. Like when we do um, online course marketing in my business a lot, um, that's, that's mm-hmm. pretty much our focus at the moment. And if I come up with a new strategy, a new idea, and I, I write it out, you know, and I, I know this is super valuable. Now if I go to a Thinkific or Teachable or one of these groups, right, because, you know, they put all this work to make these groups and put that post in there, I might get two, 300 people liking it. I'll get calls immediately booked. People want to become my customers. Mm-hmm. But it's just because I amplified the message. You know, I'm not going to post every single day. I'll just wait till I have a really good idea. I'm like, okay, I need a few clients. Let me put this out. And I get new clients, you know. So it's, it's just being very focused and strategic about what you're doing. This is, this is uh, your strategic choice you made. I mean, uh, you structure all your business around your strategic decision that uh, align to your personal and professional goals. Yeah, um, yeah. And then social media, all it does is amplify things, right? It's like when, when you see a rich person, it's going to amplify their behaviors, right? Because they, um, they can do whatever they want now, um, so they're going to act how they would be acting. It just amplifies things. And that's what social media and marketing does. It amplifies your message. So if your positioning and message is garbage, you're amplifying garbage. And you wonder why nothing happens. So it's not a solution, you know, to market and get traffic unless you got those things, you know, figured out first. Like, you know, does my positioning and message convert? And then, yeah, you amplify it and you get more clients. It's, it's that simple. Okay, and one last question, if I may, Tom. If you yeah. could teach one thing to a person to make him uh, make uh, himself uh, autonomous in uh, financial means, in personal means, in anything, what would that be? Well, spend less than you make if you want to become uh, any financially. I mean, that's that's the number one thing. You got to yes. spend less than you're making every single month. It's it's a simple thing, but if you don't do that, you will never make it. This is a uh, uh, an excellent advice. I'm ready to conclude our interview here, Tom. Uh, and I thank you very much for being in leadership execution. Uh, would you like to add something? Um, not really. I think we went over a lot of stuff. You know, um, 
you know, when you mentioned digital nomads before too, you know, I, I, I find, you know, the focus is not on business, right? So the digital nomad focus is more like traveling and yes. um, understanding themselves and, and touchy-feely type stuff, you know, a lot of hippie and, and vegan stuff going on. And it's great, but the focus is not on business, right? So I don't like hiring digital nomads. Mm-hmm. I find they have no skills and are pretty lazy and are not um, just good employees. Um, and if you're a, someone trying to make a business as a digital nomad, um, you know, get the travel and the nonsense out of your system first, and, you know, you're still going to have to focus and put in the work, you know, just like any other person. You know, it's not, not going to come to you. It's not rubbing, you know, two uh, stones together or, you know, abundance or something. None of that's going to happen. Like, you got to put in the work. you got to come up with a idea. you got to come up with positioning, um, a strategy, and execute. That, that's what it's going to come down to at the end. Okay, excellent. Thank you for being here, Tom. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. When we're ready, I'm going to send you to check uh, what uh, we have recorded. Okay. Before publish it. Thank you very fine. much again for being here. And uh, I, it was a really honor uh, to be discussing with you some very peculiar subjects. And uh, thank you for answering all the, the peculiar yeah, questions yeah, yeah. I made. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did my best. Thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Yep, Have a wonderful Bye. day. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you all for listening today. I'd love to see you on the next episode of Leadership Initiative Podcast. If you have a question or a comment, please send me a message at my site, takistanasio.com. Until next time, take the initiative to become the person you want to be. Start now and make a difference. Thank you all for listening.